With billions of messages being shared every day online, it's becoming more and more difficult to find and connect with your audience. To be unique and memorable, telling your own stories has become much more important. So today I am really excited to have Susan Payton, who is the author of the best-selling book, Business of Stories, with me today on the podcast. We're going to look at how to identify your stories and where to incorporate them in your marketing so that they work as a powerful tool in your marketing strategy. Cracking Copy is a marketing and copywriting podcast where we lift the lid on writing for business and read between the lines of effective copy. This is a podcast for creative entrepreneurs and savvy business owners like you who understand the value that great copy can bring to their bottom line. We dive into a different aspect of writing for business in each episode, debunk the myths about how we should write and explore the ways that writing can be fun, conversational and creative while also being high impact for serious results. So listen, laugh and learn with us, Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride, as we share our words and wisdom in each snack-sized episode. Expect some light bulb moments, interesting guests and practical takeaways as we crack the copy code together. So Susan, welcome to Cracking Copy. Uh, it's brilliant to have you here. Lovely to be here. <laughs> and share your stories, hopefully, and all of your advice for the rest of us on how we can find them and use them. Mm. But I think as uh, this is a storytelling podcast, I would quite like you to tell your, well, one of your stories, which may be the story of how you got to being a storytelling expert. Yeah, cool. Well, funny enough, looking back on my career, which started in media, I worked in television and radio, not in front of the camera or the microphone, very much behind the scenes. But I was researching, I was writing stories, I was even um, writing stories for the Chris Tarrant Breakfast Show. If you're a Londoner of a certain age, you'll remember the Chris yeah. Tarrant Breakfast Show. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was always kind of intrigued by stories, you know, loved English at school and did A-levels. And um, I went on to do events, which looking back, you know, events are storytelling, right? You're inviting people into something and you're, the whole event is a, is a story unfolding. Um, but it wasn't until about 2015 that I decided that I wanted to start a group for women in business. Now there's millions of them, but back in 2015, I couldn't really find anything, which sounds really funny now, but... No, you're a pioneer. Yeah, and Facebook groups weren't really a thing, you know. Yeah. Um, so I went and paid an extortionate amount of money to have an all-singing, all-dancing website with a forum that people could log into and, you know, ask questions. And and then literally, as we were about to launch, somebody said to me, can we not just have a Facebook group? And I was like, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> um, and lo and behold, for free, I could have just started a Facebook group. But anyway, I built up that group, that community of women, got to about 1,500 people in there. Um, and it was great fun. There was lots of interaction. There was, um, I was having like guest speakers come in and do all sorts of things. I was interviewing people. 
I wasn't really, it wasn't a business at that point. It was just, and I didn't even really know. I didn't have a business plan. I didn't do any of the things that you're supposed to do. But I just had this really strong feeling that something would come out of it. That if I got a bunch of women in business together and I asked them what the challenges were, what they needed support with, if I found my role if I found like how what value I could bring what what can I help people with because I I I felt that I could I just wasn't sure what it was um so I started offering coaching so I'd always worked for myself I'd always worked for uh, you know most of my um career I'd worked from home you know I knew that um I could help women to who were thinking of starting their own business um so it's called the business of mums um, but what I realized was that it was too vague. What I was, you know, what I was offering was too vague. And people, although they loved the group and they were, you know, engaging in it, they didn't really know why they should book a coaching call with me or why they should pay me money and work with me. And I wasn't really articulating my value. I wasn't really getting across, you know, who I was and, and what I could offer because I wasn't clear on it myself. And I literally was sat at this kitchen table one evening, having a very large glass of wine and saying to my husband, I haven't got a business. I've got a busy Facebook group. I've got lots of women engaging, but it's not a business. Like, who am I kidding? I'm working flat out to build something that's great and everybody loves it. But, you know, I can't just carry on doing it and not actually making any money. So I went to bed that night thinking, I've got to do something different. Like what I've been doing isn't isn't working. And I woke up the next morning and I thought, I'm going to tell them my story. I'm just going to be really honest. I'm going to talk about what's led me here. You know, the ups and downs, the, the journey that I've been on. Not that it's any, you know, not that it's a story worthy of a Hollywood blockbuster. It's a very normal story with single yeah. mum for a few years. I'd had a me, you know, just... Um, the challenges that we all face. So I just went into the group and I just told them, I was just really honest. I told them why I'd brought this group together, what I hoped would come of it, where I wanted it to go, you know, what, what my story was, what, what I brought to it, how I was feeling about it. And I just, we, there was no such thing as Facebook Lives then. So I literally wrote it all out. I had some little pictures in there and I just put it in the group. So warts um, and all, warts and warts all. Warts and all, yeah, absolutely. And in fact, I think that's what I called it, bumps and bruises, warts and all, something like that. Um, and I put it out there. And then, then I did have that moment thinking, oh my God, like are people going to read it and say, oh, we were in your group because we thought you were some, you know, super successful, not that I've ever pretended to be anything that I wasn't, but, you know, here was me really being very vulnerable and saying, yeah. this is the truth, this is the journey. And you know, this is, this is where I'm at with it. Um, and this is where I'm stuck. And the response that I got from sharing that story blew my mind. Like people were so engaged. People were messaging me. People were thanking me for sharing my story and being so honest. Wow. People were telling me how it resonates with them. People mm -hmm. were telling me how it's similar to their story. And this is the thing with storytelling, right? When we talk about creating connection, people connect with your story because it makes them think about their story. 
Yeah. It makes them reflect on their journey. You know, they they won't have had the same story, of course, but they'll have had those feelings, you know, as business owners. We've all sat there at the kitchen table thinking, how comes everybody else has got it sussed and I haven't? You know, how comes everyone else seems to know what to do or everyone else is smashing it on social media and, and I'm not, you know? We've all had those moments. So people really resonated with it. And people started asking me how they could work with me. And wow. that was the bit that just absolutely blew my mind. I did nothing different except be really, really honest. And suddenly people were saying, can you help me tell my story? And is this what you help people do? And, and it actually took me a while to realize and have that moment where I thought, okay, maybe this is a thing people need help with. Maybe people need help sharing their story. And just using storytelling generally in their marketing, because not many people were and not many and still business owners often get the power of storytelling, but they don't know how to do it. So 2016, I moved from the business of mums to the business of stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was then. And then since then, you know, all sort of been working one to one with people. I flew over to Nashville and trained to be a story brand guide. If any of your listeners have come across story brand. Um, and then a few years ago, started to kind of put my own process and framework together. Never thought it would be a book. But as I started to document it and get clearer and clearer on what this process was and what I was doing when I was working with clients and you know, what bits of it could I actually share and help other people do it on their own? And then I realized it was a book. Mm -hmm. So I wrote the book, which came out March last year. Um, and, has and it's done brilliantly, hasn't it? It's, yeah, nearly 20,000 copies. So, I mean, I that's... have one here. I have oh, one amazing. Here. I've got mine strategically <laughs> placed. Yes, I see it. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, that's print, Kindle and audio book. But um, yeah, it's been phenomenal. I mean, I, you know, it's when you get the royalty statement, you get the breakdown country by country. And I'm like, oh my God, China, you know, Sri Lanka or like places all over the world that people I'll, I'll never, probably never know, never connect with. Yeah, it's, it's weird. That's amazing. Feeling, and it, but yeah. it's interesting, isn't it? You talk about how people need help. And I do think, because I'm, I'm rewriting my website at the moment, and I find it so much easier to write or sit down with a client and help them find their story 100%. and to find my own. Mm. So I was revisiting your book, actually, for this interview, because I'd read it before a while ago. And I, and I was reading it again. And actually, I was thinking, this is really helpful because... You don't want to sound boring. You don't want to sound braggy. You don't want to sound idiotic. Uh, and so it's it's picking the right stories. And and I think it's it's really helpful book. I mean, we can talk about it um, perhaps towards the end because I I think it's a really good because it's not just just to say to listeners it's not just a a book. It is a guide. It is a workbook. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to to do the work as you as you go through the book yeah most people say to me that oh, I read it all the way through once because I just wanted to keep reading and yeah. then I went back to the beginning and then worked through it properly and there is even a, a workbook you can download and and if you if you want to sit with it which is kind of how I am when I was writing it is how I imagined people would be doing it yeah. is they'd have the book open they'd have the workbook printed off and they'd be working through it 
yeah put that but that is the on. thing people don't people don't know what stories to share and and then I often find as well that all this resistance starts to come up like oh well isn't it bragging or I feel a bit awkward talking about myself or you know and that often goes back to childhood where we were told to be quiet or sit down or not not you know not stand not out and yeah. not be too confident and not be too bossy and not you know and all of these things these messages that we're getting and then suddenly you've got me come along saying hey share your story and people are literally saying that feels scary it is and it and it is which is why I find it easier to help other people yeah clients to bring out their stories and and convey that in in their websites and their whatever it is that they're create they need creating mm. than it is for me to do my own I'm sort of sitting there but I know that they're powerful and that's why we tell them isn't it I mean so if we go into why we should do it I mean mm. I think perhaps in a world where artificial intelligence has is going to become mainstream it you know it, it almost is becoming so mm -hmm. quick 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 into our lives but AI doesn't have our stories does it AI does not have our stories AI cannot unpack your story you know AI could give you some prompts and ask you some questions for sure but AI you know no AI bot is ever going to be able to stand in your shoes feel what you felt you know really reflect on what you learnt you know the insights tap into your passion your perspective the experiences you've had what you bring that's you've got to unpack that that's your journey that's your, no one else can tell your story the way that that you can tell it which is really powerful isn't it yeah, because of course that will stand out that was I, I even saw somebody on Facebook this morning saying I can literally see my friends who've started using AI to create their content. Like I can mm -hmm. read it and suddenly I'm thinking, that's not them. They didn't write that. That's AI. And I thought, oh, that's that's sad. <laughs> you it's know, quite lazy as well. It's I lazy. Mean it's 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 gonna get lost in a sea of, you know, blandness. But yeah, people who take the time, you know, to really reflect, unpack the journey think about all of those um you know moments along the way that they can share with people to inspire people encourage people you know um it's really really powerful and and we all love stories right we all love a great story we engage with them we they make us feel something we're emotional beings you know we want to connect on an emotional level and that's what stories does you know, I spoke in an event recently in Brighton and there was probably throughout the day, there was probably eight speakers. People will remember the stories, you know, that's what they'll remember. If, yeah. if you could put any of those presenters in front of them a few weeks later and it'll be the story that they'll remember. So we do, we remember them and we pass stories on, right? Because stories are easy to pass on. So when you think about it, if if we all love stories, if stories engage us and we connect with them emotionally and we remember them and they have an impact on us and we pass them on, who wouldn't want their marketing to do that? No, exactly. I mean, it's it is probably in th in this day and age because of the billions and billions of messages out there in the digital space. You know, how do you stand out and you have to stand out by being different and you can do that with your 
stories stories don't on a day-to-day basis don't have to be like you know I've done this or I've done that and I'm great they can literally be a story about I don't know standing at the bus stop and something happens or and people will relate to it it's just part of a part of life part part of your journey part of being human isn't it yeah absolutely and I you know people sometimes think when they hear storytelling share your story they think oh it's that one story that I've got of when I had the problem that my ideal clients have and I overcame it you know and and of course you want that kind of core story that really shows what's led you here and why you're now doing what you do and all of those things and you might want to put that on your about page but you wouldn't want to be on social media telling that story every day because that would get boring um so that's what i um help business owners do is to weave storytelling into everything they do whether it's a an email a, a social media post you know a talk a webinar a conversation with a prospect you know a networking event just to weave storytelling into it because it's so much more engaging than anything else people again you know everybody standing up at a networking meeting for instance doing their 60 second pitch somebody stands up and tells a little story they're going to re people are going to remember that person I remember a guy years ago a window cleaner at a networking event standing up and telling a little stories and and don't think that every story post or every bit of storytelling that you do means sitting down and crafting some beautifully written you know narrative it might literally be two sentences yeah so um but yes yeah, so 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 powerful and nothing else in marketing like who you know there's nothing else that people will connect with the way that they connect with stories. And when you think that we make decisions based on how we feel, right? We're, like I said, we're emotional beings. If we're making decisions based on how we feel, then someone who's telling stories that make us feel something is far more likely to be the person that we decide to go and work with than somebody else who just keeps telling us what they do, how much it costs, why we should buy it, you know? Which is what everyone else does. Exactly. This is all very well, isn't it? Saying how great stories are. So it is quite difficult, though, to sit down and say, okay, what are my stories? And how am I going to find them, write them down and use them? And I think that's that's where you describe it really, really well in your book. And you have, as you say, you've created a framework. And Perhaps could you just talk a bit about your framework? Because I think it's really helpful mm-hmm. um, to understand the different types of stories that there are and 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 how to how to find them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So there is the three key types of stories that I talk about. Bearing in mind this is business storytelling, right? So this is storytelling in a in a business context. And by that, what I mean is this is not about just chucking stories out there for the sake of ticking I've told a story box like we need to be like everything in our business we need to be strategic about it we need Mm -hmm. to know who we're telling it to why we're telling it you know what the purpose of it is we need it to be relatable we need it to be relevant so this is not just about you know telling a story for telling a story's sake so 
and this is the reason why um, my process is the way it is, is to help you find that kind of sweet spot where you do understand what stories you should be telling, what stories are going to resonate with your ideal clients. So we start with your personal stories. You know, this is just you, who you are, what you're about, what your insights, your passion, your experiences, your lessons, your setbacks, your challenges, you know, your, everything that makes you, you. Okay. And the reason that that is important is because we somebody's got to choose to work with you, right? And if you're just talking about what you do and it sounds like everybody else is talking about what you do, I haven't got a compelling reason to choose you. So they're definitely in your content. You definitely need to be including stories that just show people who you are and what you're about. You know, what's going on in your life right now? Like you said, you know, it could just be something that's happened today. A thought that you've had, mm -hmm. you know, just something you're experiencing. You know, the, you really can talk about anything as long as you understand who you're talking to, what you're about, how you want to come across, all of those things. But yeah, we start by unpacking your personal story. Okay. And one of the one of the quickest ways to do that or to or to start actually picking stories to share is just think about a moment. Like you don't have to start with a great big long, you know, story. You could literally just think about a moment. Moment in your journey where, you know, something changed or you had to step up out of your comfort zone or you had to walk away from something or you know some there was some challenge in that moment that you had to or you made a decision you know or somebody said something or there might just be one moment in your personal story that you could share today then we look at your business story right because businesses and brands don't just pop up from nowhere there's always been a journey and that journey is full of stories and people are fascinated by those stories I've never come across anyone that didn't have fascinating stories people don't realize they're fascinating to anyone else but they are um but all those stories about you know what your business is about what it stands for what 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 problem it solves why it exists you know loads and loads of stories in there and then there's your customer story of course and these are all as important as each other they've all you've got to have that right balance you know um, and the customer story is just who are they? What is their story? Where are they now on this journey that they're on? Because we're all on a journey. Um, where are they now? Where are they trying to get to? What's in the way? Where are they stuck? What help are they looking for? And where do you fit into their story? So when I first started putting my process together, they were the three stories, like literally it was um, understanding those three stories and starting to see the connections, see the dots that join them up, you know, and really kind of get, finding that golden thread that runs through it all. But then as I was writing the book and I started to kind of really unpack what I do with clients, I realized that then you've kind of got those intersections between the where these, so in my um book it's a Venn diagram yeah you've got three circles and then you've got the little intersections in between because yeah. I realized that as you dive into these stories as you unpack them and explore them other things start to come out of those stories so like your why you know why you do what you do and the impact that you have when you do it like when you turn up every day and do what you do the difference that you're making to someone you know it doesn't have to be a, a huge number of people but 
there are people that by you showing up and doing what you do, you're having an impact, you're making a difference. So that was comes out of people's stories. Um, your people. So between your personal story and your customer story is your people. Um, and that's just where we go even deeper on like, who is the person that you really, really feel called to serve, can make the biggest difference to, that really feel deeply connected to, like you, you literally could stand in their shoes and tell their story. And in fact, that's one of the exercises in that chapter is to sit and, and write their story as if you were them. So you write it in the first person. It's a really, really powerful exercise. Um, and then between your business story and your customer story is your value. And by that, I mean, what is the value to your ideal client of you helping them get that outcome that they want, that transformation? Because if they don't see the value in working with you, then you could be the best storyteller in the world. They're not going to buy. So we mm. need to be really, really clear on what is that value and how do you demonstrate it through your stories? How do you show people the value that you deliver? And then we get to the sweet spot in the middle where the magic starts to happen because suddenly you understand what stories are going to resonate, what stories are going to, you know, really land and be powerful and really speak to your ideal clients in a way that literally has them showing up already knowing that they want to work with you. I mean, I, I, I get it all the time. People book in a call with me and then they come on, come on to the call and really they just want to tell me that they love my stories and they love that story of when I, you know, walked through M&S or whatever it is. <laughs> I've got some very strange stories. Um, and, you know, they just want to know how they can work with me. What does it look like? And, you know, they've already made the decision that they want to yeah. work with me because they've the stories have done the heavy lifting. Yeah. The selling part then is very easy and never feels salesy. So, so working through your book and, and then finding your personal stories, your customer stories, your business stories, and then the connections between them. Mm -hmm. I mean, you obviously produce a workbook for this, but are there other ways that you can capture your stories as you as you go through life and think, oh, I must, you know, I could write about that. Or so do this is from I'm asking you what you you do. Do you um, write them down as you remember them? Um, how do you kind of collate them? Yeah, it's a question I get asked a lot. Um, and I did actually develop a system I call a simple story mapping system because this kept coming up so much in my group program as people are like oh my god stories are literally coming at me thick and fast like I can't even walk the dog now without stories because once you kind of open up that you know switch your radar on um, and and think like a storyteller in your business then you will notice stories all around you that'll be coming to you all the time so for me personally um I do use my phone if I'm out and about, I'm walking the dog, you know, or even I'm driving and I think of a story, I will do a quick little voice note in my phone and I'll capture it there. I also have a Google Doc that is, um, again, I can get to on my phone if I'm out and about where something comes to me and I just want to literally chuck it in somewhere because I want to carry on with what I'm doing, but I don't want to, you know, not capture it. So I'll, I'll literally chuck in a headline and a couple of bullet points into a Google Doc. Um, but then the system that I created is actually on a Trello board because I'm quite visual and I like um, the way Trello works and yes. it's, you can get a free account. 
Um, and it's it's really like just having columns of post-it notes. And then, um, so I have this system where people can go into the Trello board, um, literally, you know, open a little card to put the story on there. They can put it under whether it's uh, ready to share or they're not quite ready to share it yet. And then they can move it across into, because um, one of the things I do when I'm working with people is we kind of work out what's your core message? Like what's the thing you want to get known for? Um, that's really easy to understand um, that all your stories really hang off of, you know, it's a bit like the chorus of a song. You know, you want to know what the chorus of the song is so that when you go and write all the verses and you're writing your emails and your posts, you know what you're connecting it back to, you know what that core message is. Um, and so, yeah, again, they use the Trello board to then put the stories under their kind of core message. Um, some people use it to actually put a link in when they've shared the stories on LinkedIn, say they'll put a little link there. They can repurpose stories. They can um, think about different ways of using the same story. Um, so yeah, have it all out on a Trello board. But I mean, honestly, to, to keep it simple, you could have voice notes on a Google Doc. You know? Yeah, but you need to put them together, which I, which is why I'm liking the idea of Trello because I I do do use Trello for other things. I think yeah. to have a specific storytelling Trello board is actually a really yes a, a really good idea because for me it's all haphazard. So I've got voice notes on my phone. Yeah. I've got you know bits of paper, post-it notes when I have ideas for things. So just putting them in Trello, I think, is is really wise. I'm just, it's having the discipline to to do them on a daily basis, isn't it? Yes, um, it's um, making a making a habit of it. And um, and you know, one of the the other things when you were saying about you know thinking of stories and finding stories, the other thing you could make a, a habit is just at the end of the day, and maybe just keep a little notebook by your bed for this. But at the end of every day, you can just think, what happened today that could be a story? Yeah. You know, and you might write down, you know, something every night for a week and you might only use one of them. But that's a story you might not have thought to share if you hadn't just got into the habit of actually reflecting at the end of the day and thinking, yeah, what happened today that I could share? Yeah. OK. So because that's they're another... all around us all the time. Right. I, there's tons of stories. It's only whatever it is, whatever lunchtime today. And we've both already got things, stories we could share. It's exactly. just getting into that habit of capturing them and using them. So, and when you're talking about weaving them into everything, you're talking mm. about literally all of your marketing. So that's everything from an email to an Instagram caption, to your website, to your blogging, to your, when you're talking to customers. So it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I, I what I say to people is, Think like a storyteller in your business. So when you sit down to do something, you're going to do a little presentation. Maybe you think, how would a storyteller weave stories into this presentation? Like instead of starting with, hi, I'm Susan, you know, here's a bit about me, you know, why am I here? Or here's what I'm going to tell you. Um, why don't you just go straight into a story? Yes. One of the things I talk about in the book is not feeling like you've got to give people all this background stuff you've got to fill in all the you know tell them what you're going to tell them and you've got to you know set the scene you could just go straight into it like a James Bond film like straight into the middle of the action you know running across the rooftops being shot at you could just start one one of the master classes that I do I literally start with a story of two guys in New York I don't say hi I don't say my name 
I just start with a story. You will grab people's attention from your first sentence because they're not used to that. They're used to that whole preamble thing, but they're just kind of thinking, get on with it and get to the content. Just start with a story. Yeah, you've now given me some, a very good idea for my about page now. So thank oh, you. amazing. <laughs> so marvellous. Yes. That's brilliant. Fantastic. So, so we've looked at uh, how so how to find them, where to store them, um, and where to tell them, and and how important they are. And I think, you know, the fact that you have written a book, and and there aren't that many books on business storytelling. I mean, mm. you talk about doing um, the the brand was it brand story course that you did um, the story brand yeah. story brand, um, and that's in the states, so isn't it? Mm. But in the you know, and I suppose, it, you know, it's all telling stories. And can you tell me a bit about that qualification that you did? Um, um, it was a training. Um, it's very much about the customer story. So it's very much about unpacking, you know, who. It, it's also remembering that you're not the hero of the story, right? Your customer yeah. is the hero of their own story. And they're not looking for another hero they're looking for a guide right they're looking for Yoda they're looking for you know <laughs> Mary Poppins they're looking for a guide to help them get to where they want to get to so yeah. whatever your business is you want to be the guide you don't want to be the hero you don't want people to land on your site and you're like hey this is me this is how many awards I've won this is why I'm so awesome at what I do this is why you want to work with me you know you don't want to do that. You want to start by showing people that you understand who they are. You understand what journey they're on. You understand how they're feeling. You understand what challenge they've got right now, where they're stuck, where they're trying to get to. So you really, you start with their story. If we're talking about a website, you start with their story. And that's what um, StoryBrand is um, really about, is crafting that customer story. The problem that I found is that people would read that um, book story brand follow the process realize that it's all about the customer and not about them but then that left them thinking but then what do I share about me and how yeah. do I share it without making it about me how do I share stories without making it sound like I think I'm the hero and this is what people were really struggling with which is why I wrote my book because I realized that the customer story is just one piece of the puzzle. If you're just talking about the customer story and you never talk about yourself, how is somebody going to choose you? And if you're just talking about yourself and you don't talk about the customer, then people are going to think, yeah, but that's a great story. But do they get me? Do they understand me? Do they know where I'm at right now? So it, you've, it's got to be that, that you know, You've got to come from that place of even when you're telling your own story, you know who you're telling it to and why you're telling it, and you make it relatable and relevant to your. Yeah. You've got to bring them in. You've yeah, them in. invite them into the story. Absolutely. So, I mean, I think your book's great, and and I'll say I'm finding it really useful right now. It's actually really good timing for me. Um, so for people that want to buy it, it's on Amazon, isn't it? So can they, they can get it on Amazon and you can get it on pretty much any kind of, you know, major book online bookstore, oh, no. WH Smith's, Waterstones, uh, Barnes and Nobles in the States, you know, um, you can, my daughter found it on something the other day. I didn't even, I didn't even know it was on. 
Um, there is also on my website, you can download a PDF of it for free if you want to, if you want it as a PDF. Um, personally, I, I like to physically have yes. books in my hands and, and work through, but um, you, there is also the audio book. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's easy to get hold of for sure. It's brilliant. So the business of stories by Susan Payton, and you also run courses and challenges. So for yes. people who perhaps like to be coached mm. um, rather than working through a book um, yeah. for those, can you talk about those for us? Yeah. So um, a storytelling mastery is my kind of main um, program that I take people through. Um, and it really is just um, me being the, that guide that we talked about, you know, yeah. um, an analogy I used the other day was if you wanted to build a house, you could read a book on building a house, but you know, that's probably not enough. You probably still wouldn't do a, a fantastic job of building the house just because you'd read a book on it. You'd probably do a better job than if you yeah. hadn't read the book, but you know, it's likely that you're going to need some help and support along the way because people still kind of, you know, they're not sure. Sometimes they need help from a mindset point of view, as in, is it okay to be sharing this stuff? Sometimes yeah. they need more, um, you know, help with the with the writing and, and actually structuring the stories. Because again, you want your story to have a bit of structure and to and to work and to flow. I find a lot of people put too much into their stories, you know, regularly in the group, I'll be saying to people, that's great, but that's not one story. You've got like five different stories there. Okay. Um, so yes, I have my program where I, I take people through the process and support them and give them lots of, you know, there's lots of stuff that isn't in the book, lots of extra training. I've got um, courses on creating your about page, my story mapping system, um, how to create um, great testimonials and get them working for you 24-7, all sorts of other stuff. Um, but I also um, run challenges, like you said, free challenges. So at the beginning of September, 4th of September, um, is my next one. And that is a free challenge over five days. It's a very simple but powerful five-step process that I take you through little bite-sized chunk each day so you don't need to have a ton of time to be able to commit to it um you just get a little task every morning to do that shouldn't take you more than 20 minutes um another little workbook love a workbook so <laughs> i love a workbook, <laughs> a workbook. Love love a workbook. workbook. <laughs> people can bring it off you if they want to um and then each night i go live just if anybody wants to ask a question you know i i give lots of examples in the live to kind of bring bring it to life um and yeah I love I did the first one back in June and it was phenomenal I I was blown away by how many people jumped in and engaged and and gave me amazing feedback so um yeah I mean whenever you're listening to this podcast you can just go to the link and it will just tell you when the next five day challenge is um and it's www thebusinessofstories.com slash five day challenge number five day challenge fantastic and if I wanted to do your storytelling mastery course how often do you run that is that something that's that... ongoing that's ongoing. okay yeah so, so that's, that's 12 months 
um, support. So literally, it used to be 10 weeks. It used to be a 10-week program. So it was very much like you have to, you know, start with everybody else and work through it for 10 weeks and then it's finished. And then people kept saying to me at the end, yeah, but what now? Like, we want, you know, we want to have you there. We want to have your support. We like being able to throw things into the group and ask for feedback. So I decided to make it 12 months. So um, there's still the kind of 10 module course for people to work through, but um, they then get, they're in the group for 12 months. So lots of support, lots of calls with me, check-ins, you can jump on and ask for, you know, support, Um, always in the group every day, giving people feedback and help with them with their story posts and obviously celebrating people's wins and um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I love the groups. Absolutely awesome people in there. And we have a lot of fun and share a lot of stories. I do story prompts throughout the week. Just, you know, have, have you thought about sharing a story about this? You know, and everybody oh. says, oh, yeah, wow. Never thought, <laughs> never thought of sharing that. And I teach a lot by example. So quite often what I'll do is go on to LinkedIn, do a story post and then pop it in the group and say, ha, look what I did here. You could do it like this. And and so, yeah, lots, lots of that. Yes, you, you do can, a lot on LinkedIn. Yes, I do. Yeah. LinkedIn and Facebook really are my, are my two main things. Um, so it's open all year round. People can join that anytime. It's on my website, Storytelling Mastery. But what I do at the end of the challenge is I um, offer a special, you know, for I kind of launch it at a special offer with bonuses and all sorts of things so I do that every three or four months but the the program's actually open people can join at any time brilliant well thank you so much Um, and I hope for the people listening that it's given them some sort of structure as to how they can find their stories and um but Mm. a massive topic I mean we can revisit this I think probably many times (laughs) you know just taking one just you know a a podcast on just the customer story or I know exactly and even then we wouldn't touch the sides but no, thank you so no. much for coming on it's fantastic oh, thank you for inviting me you have been listening to the cracking copy podcast with Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride don't miss out on future episodes by making sure you hit subscribe down below to keep up with all our podcasts and more details and resources are in our show notes so we'll see you next time